It takes a lot of hard work to make it look easy. This Mother's Day, Duluth Trading Co. can help you give her something that keeps up. Whether you prefer to shop online or in-store, Duluth has a motherload of gear, goods, and gifts to keep her comfortable and capable, no matter what needs doing. With Duluth's problem-solving details and legendary durability to boot, you'll finally be mom's favorite again. Check out DuluthTrading.com for all your Mother's Day gifting needs. Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. Now, Susie, we are... We should tell the listeners where we are today. Yes, so if you've noticed that the, the sound quality is a little different... Mm. It's because we are we couldn't make it to a studio, but we wanted to put out. A, we wanted to put out. We wanted to put out, and also we thought we should do a podcast. Yeah. So uh, we are doing it in my flat, in I mean a glorified cupboard. Susie, don't put yourself down. Listen, this is the second time I've been to your flat. Yes. Listen, it is so fabulous, listeners. Um, it is such a lovely, lovely home uh, that you've got here. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. It's got a beautiful view. Um, it's got some lovely rooms, which is all you want. Which is all you want. Um, but my favourite bit is your study nook, which is not a euphemism. <laughs> which is, well, what would this room be? Is, it, is that what it is on the... No, it's like a, I think like a really large closet. Oh, right, like a walk-in sort like of Like a walk-in wardrobe sort of thing, Oh, yeah. okay. That'd be such a waste, though. So yeah, I think so, too. It's really, um, it's really perfect. You've got your lovely bureau. Yes, thank you, Lucy. You've got your shelves. You've got your lovely HP printer. I do have one of those, yes. Even in the digital age, we still need a printer. We do need a printer, yeah. That's very important. Every now and then, can you print off these aeroplane tickets? C- can I just download them to my phone? No, apparently no, not. I have to print them off. Um... So it's lovely, but what I really love about it is the colour on the walls. Thank you. It's sort That's of, bad. it's sort of an angry red. Angry red. <laughs> yes. Well, it doesn't feel very angry. Actually. No, I really like it. But when, um, of course, I paid someone to paint it because you have to. I didn't want to fuck it up. Yeah. And he nice. was like, I said, oh, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I, I, this room's this red. And he met, he messaged me afterwards and was like what's that red room for? And I was like, oh, it's going to be my office. And he said, oh, do you write horror? Oh, a bit judgy. A bit from, judgy. And I thought, well, yeah, I've done a couple of shows that haven't been great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's more retrospectively. I wasn't trying That's to make them. That's not true, but, um, but a good comeback. Um, was he wearing dungarees or, or all in ones? Uh, no, just, just, just a pair of trousers with too many pockets. Oh, like a cargo pants. Yeah, too many pockets. Too many cargo trousers. Yeah, I was very into them, of course. Of course. Of course, goes without saying. Goes saying. Um, oh, wasn't wearing jogging bottoms. No, and I think maybe like a muse, um, like a gig t-shirt oh, that was spattered okay. in paint, like from a rival. We assume it's paint. We assume yeah. I don't know, I have seen some of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. And did he come with a ladder? Yes, yes. Mm. Yes, he came with a ladder and his own equipment, um, but I had to go get the paints. So we've got the blue in the lounge. The blue in the lounge is beautiful. And then sort of an olive green in my room. Which I also love, and I think that's that's very unusual. Well, it's not unusual, but it's very, I think it's very nice. I haven't seen it that much. Well, I think the thing was that because I've always lived in rented accommodation. Yes. I was very excited by colour. <clears throat> Yeah, because it's always so bland and white yeah. or magnolia and stuff, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Mm. So the only things that have 
remained magnolia are the hallway and the spare bedroom and everything else is like colourful yeah it looks great and it, I think there's always an assumption that like darker colours make a space look smaller but actually the reverse is well true. no my friend Rose Hansen who's very good very good taste very good taste she said to me everyone thinks that a dark colour makes a room look smaller but it actually does the opposite Right. And if I trust anyone about home design, it's her. She's yeah. got a lovely home. She's got a lovely home, hasn't she? Um, and um, what blue is it that you went for in, in the sitting room? Is it Hague blue? Is it a Farrenbore? No, it's not Farrenbore, but it's oh. very similar to the Hague blue that they do in Farrenbore. Yeah. So I just found that on the Dulux chart because well, it's a lot cheaper. Dulux, as I keep thinking I'm going to call them Durex. Oh, I've done that before. Oh, really? It's so embarrassing. Durex colour mixer. Yeah. Um, or the, Dulux. No, what are they called? Durex. Yeah, that's right. Durex. No, Duracell. Duracell, another, another, another brand. One. Very different thing. Um, well, uh, but, um, <laughs> they, but yeah, they can match it. And actually... I used Regatta Blue from Dulux. Thank you, Tom. Um, and it was um, much nicer than the Hague Blue, which is very dark. See, you, you tune into this podcast for the chat. You stay. But you stay for us explaining colours. <laughs> On a podcast. <laughs> On a podcast. Yeah. Something that most people would think is a purely visual thing. No, no. No, no, no. Sensory, absolutely sensory. So this is my little writing nook where I plan to write lots of funny things. It's a lovely nook. Um, it's so nice in here. And um, it's perfectly spaced out. You've got a lovely candle in here. Got a lovely candle because it still smells like paint. Oh, uh, now you will make sure you blow that out before you. I will, you know. but of course, I imagine your mum was very similar to mine growing up. The idea of a lit candle in the house, absolutely not. Any kind of open flame. My mum didn't light a match until she was about 25. <laughs> <laughs> when she did home ec at school, the teacher made her light the oven and, um, and then assumed she'd done it and then didn't. And so all the cakes were not cooked. She just was too scared. I mean, you can imagine. Like, literally people say, what are you going to do is to get hit in a gas oven. Like, with a match, with yeah. With a match, so dangerous. So dangerous. Sylvia Did your nanny have one of those um, ovens in her house that had, like, the grill the thing The tray the thing. Yeah. Um, my, um, there were relatives who had that, yeah. I think she had, had it, actually, to, at one point. You had to light that with a yes, match? Yes. Like, and it was just sort of like... <laughs> back in the day as well, when you had, like, gas leaks and stuff all the time. Oh, my God. People were mad for it. People were mad for it. I mean... I, my mum... Terrified of an open flame, my father terrified of fire as well. I remember as a child him telling us how to tie a knot around the banister in case we had to climb out of the window. That's so funny. My mum's um, dad, I think, was very much like that. And, like, he came from a family where, like, a Christmas present was um, a rope <laughs> to go around to the foot of your bed to let yourself out the window if you needed to. A rope is such a bleak Christmas present. I know, yeah. Like, not even skipping. Not even a skipping one. We couldn't be. Had to be strong enough. Yeah, that's the problem with skipping ropes. Um, um, yeah, because that's what my dad said to me when I'd be looking at flats. Like, we'll make sure we can get out if you need to. Well, the first thing my dad said is, are the, fire, are the doors fire doors? Oh, wow. What is that? Because my dad has never been in a fire. It's not like he's yeah. retaining some sort of feeling for, as a, from a, a fear from a child. No, sure. I think we have to remember how popular the programme London's Burning was. Yes, and also Michael Burke's 999. Oh, Michael Burke's 999, which I've got to stand up about, I've been working on. Oh, great! It's such a brilliant time in it's my life. such... Whether I can commit it to stage or not, I don't know. Oh, I'm looking forward to that, Tom. Um, it was so fun. That and Heartbeat. Sort of oh, the yes. So childhood. depressing Heartbeat. Yeah. yeah, and it would also... The, the, sound of heart, the sound of the music from Heartbeat would indicate that it was um, Sunday night. Oh, so Which I never felt with the, with the Darling Buds of May. I always liked the Darling Buds of May. Of course, a young Catherine Zeta-Jones. Of course, Pam Ferris. 
David Jason. Who's apparently lovely Pam Ferris. Yes, I told you that. And oh. Harry Hill's TV Burke. No, Harry Hill's Diamond Capsule, sorry. It was you that told me. Tom Allen told me she's lovely. She, well, I mean, you might have other friends who have Pam Ferris links. Um, no, I think you're my main Pam Ferris link. You're my main Ferris link. My, and I tell you what, Susan, Philip Franks, such a lovely man. And when I was, um, when I first... Um, sorry, who was Philip Franks? Well, he was Catherine Zeta-Jones' husband. Ah, the one with glasses, looks like Stephen Merchant a bit. A little bit Stephen Merchant-y. And um, I, my first ever and only ever <laughs> acting job in a theatre was um, with him, and he was such a nice man. Oh, that's good to know. What were yeah. you and Tom? Uh, Breaking the Code at Northampton Theatre Royal. Is that about um, Alan Turing? Alan Turing. Every road leads to home. <laughs> home. <laughs> <laughs> Every road leads to home. Yeah, I does. love that. It does, you know. Um, and that was a fun time, but I wasn't out at that time as well. Were you not? No. Still banging birds left, right, and centre. You know me. <laughs> you know the story. Um, but um, what was very nice was to walk in here uh, into your lovely flat, Susie, and see a lovely copy of the Radio Times out. Yes, there is a copy of the Radio Times. And I happen to be looking through. Guess who's the centre page, double page pullout? Susie I'm Bob. nude. No, I'm not. <laughs> Radio Times has really gone in an odd direction. Yeah, but you know, why not? They like, got they know what sells. They've got to sell it. They've got to sell it. Who's listening to the radio? Exactly. Well, hopefully some people, because well, I'm on it. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. Um, but uh, it was a lovely feature in the flat and at home. At home with Susie In the start with, of Hello magazine, you might say. You might say. Or the lady. Or the lady. Which is my next dream interview. I'm sure it's a matter of time before they come knocking. Um, at your flat. And <laughs> coming in to do it. With, night. you know, white little gloves on. I bet they would have white gloves on. And maybe some sort of hat. Or maybe a hat with a veil. Lovely. Yeah. Funny, isn't it? White gloves. Only magicians. Snooker players, yep. very well to do ladies. Yes, there was somebody else who wore one, but we won't talk about him. No, we won't. Oh, and Mickey Mouse. That wasn't the person I was thinking of. Right, but sure. um, yes, yes. Um, the um, but yes, they were. I remember being in Edinburgh and seeing some, seeing a lady with a very um, a sort of updo with a bun on top. Mm. Um, but her hair was like a was like a diamond. Do you know that sort of big hair? Yes. Like, and she was in Jenna's department store. What I was doing there, I can't imagine. And <laughs> she had gloves on and she had to ask somebody to get down some, uh, I can't remember, probably some Nan's oat cakes or something. Very yes. sophisticated. Maybe a, maybe a cheese twist. I think it might have been a cheese twist, actually. Very nice. Mm. I love a cheese twist. Do they do, do, they do food in Jenna's? Maybe it's a Marks and Spencer. Anyway, she was very fancy. Very fancy. Mm. I wonder what her life was like. I wonder. I like to think she was actually common as Mark, really. But yeah, that'd be nice. But she just had a pair of gloves. She just had a nice pair of gloves. <laughs> Just thieved a nice pair of glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Popped into Edinburgh city centre. Edinburgh's so posh. Edinburgh is posh. Well, we've so, been there recently, haven't we, on the comedy bus? Oh my goodness! I hope the listeners have been enjoying our exploits on that. It was. It's been a lot of fun. Actually, I haven't seen the Portsmouth one yet. Oh, it's, I was quite pleased with it. Were you? Yeah, it's good. Oh, does it look good? Do you look good with the drag queens? Yes, it was a lot mm. of fun with the drag queens. Cherry liqueur. Oh yeah, we still don't know if they were going to end up on Drag Race or not. No, there was some mutterings, weren't they, about Drag Race? Maybe they would. Maybe they would. Maybe they would. Maybe they would. Um, were you pleased? And did um, your mum and dad enjoy it? Yes, my mum features very little in it. Mum was like, "Oh, they didn't use much of me." Oh no! <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry about that. That's how it goes sometimes." But she is in my radio for special. That's all. So she's she's that, working. Where would you rather? Where would you rather be at? You know, she's working. Um, oh, that's great. And has the um, comedy special on Radio 4, has it been well received, I imagine? Yes. It has, yeah, it's lovely. So it's this collection of Radio 4 specials they're doing um, for uh, for the next sort of few weeks 
half an hour specials on Radio 4 on a Sunday. And it's me and Phil Wang and Joe Caulfield and Ruby Wax. Oh, what a lovely so, collection of people. high esteem indeed. Yeah, what a nice High picture. esteem, I don't mean that, do I? Hi. Hi. Hi, Slassy. Sure. Um, hi. Um, hi. Hi, regards. I mean, high praise indeed to hi. be with those people. Yes. A great company of people. And so um, that's lovely. And so, yeah, it went out this week. People seem to really enjoying it. If you're interested in listening, it's uh, it will be on the iPlayer for a while. You can download it and take it with you. And it's just sort of a... It's just some stand-up. It's, it's just a half an hour special. And it talks about going to Portsmouth, doesn't it? It talks about going back to Portsmouth, and it's sort of a collection of sort of my favourite bits from the last couple of shows that I've done that all sort of link nice. together quite nicely um, through sort of my mum and my relationship with my mum oh. and how I stay in touch with her when I'm on the road. Oh, that's so lovely. Yeah, it was really it was a real pleasure to sort of work on, and there was, you know... So they sort of said, you know, we, we, we just like your stand-up, so they sort of gave me carte blanche to do something. They are good like that. Yeah, and so I just sort of went, oh, and I like all these bits of material, and mm. they've not been, I've never said this stuff on TV, so this will be... Good, yeah. You know, so this will be, oh, a little bit of it, there's a little bit of crossover, but not too much. And so I just thought, oh, what a nice thing to do it through would be sort of through my relationship with mum and going home, and it's sort of a nice... I don't know, just a nice thing to... And so, so we recorded yeah. it in Hailing Island, which is near Portsmouth. Oh, did you? I was going to say, did you do it at the Radio Theatre? I don't know why I thought that. No, I think some of them are being done at the Radio Theatre, but mm. they really loved the idea of doing it in Portsmouth. Lovely. The audience were fantastic. Oh, they were so great because I think so, so rarely does, does something like that get recorded. So if you're a fan of Radio 4, I don't know how frequently... Things will be recorded. Like, I know they do, sort of. Yeah, probably not very often. But not necessarily around the corner from you. Because so I can't imagine, like, I'm sorry I haven't a clue, makes that many stops at Portsmouth. Well, exactly. And also, we were in this really small theatre that's just off of Portsmouth, nearby where my dad's farm is. Oh, right. What's so it just that? It's called the Station Theatre, but it's an Amdram theatre. Oh, lovely. So they don't... I bet it was perfect. Yeah, it was really great. 250 seats. Nice. Like, the perfect size room for it. Like this little theatre, it's like co- yeah. is it cozy. It was cozy and lovely, yeah. and it was just really fun. Great. And I sort of knew from the get go, from like just doing a bit of "Hi guys, welcome, thanks for coming," a little bit of material up at the top. They were so great and so up for it. Brilliant. And I sort of said, you know, I'm so delighted that I'm getting to do this. They sort of, you know, it felt a bit special. Yeah, which is the name of it. Which is, um, of course, it was a special. But yeah, so that's really nice. So yes, yeah, so the Radio Times pop round, oh, which is, has never happened before, Tom. Well, that's nice. They popped into the new gaff. Did they, were they impressed with the writing look? Look, they didn't say they were, but I got the vibe they were. Yeah, of course. Well, they probably were too busy gushing about the lovely warm colour in the sitting room. The blue that we've already... The lovely blue, which has discussed. And um, and the lovely G-Plan furniture you've got. Thomas, thank you for noticing. So I'm gone for a real mid-century vibe. It's really working out. Do you think so? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I've got some lovely lamps that, of course, you... Oh, well, Um, but... um, uh, Yeah, it's... um, Yeah, I've gone for a real mid-century vibe, really into that. Nice, yeah, it really really works, I think, with this modern building, too. Well, yeah, I think that's the thing, I think the fear is, because I've done the sort of help-to-buy thing, I think the fear is, is that it will look like... You don't... Well, some people want it to, but I didn't want it to look like just a random show home. Yeah, that's the thing. Because they can all look yeah. really samey, samey. You've and got so really nice floors and stuff in here. Yeah, so I really wanted it to have, I don't know, a bit of me. 
Yeah, it really feels and like that. And of course my partner who also lives here and owns half of it. Sure, sure. But, but she's, a, she's out. She's A, out, and B, she's really good with the numbers and the money and making spreadsheets and knowing how, where we need to put our money and all that sort of thing. Very important. Who we should put our gas with. Great. She covers that sort of thing. Yes. Whereas she would be the first to say she's a non-creative. So she was very much like... Just make it nice. You're a homemaker. I'm a homemaker. Oh, of course you are. Of course I am. Now, how's your hunt for the home going? Well, slightly stressful in that um, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, I can't really settle on where I want to live, and I've got this fear. That is tricky. Well, it kind of is, isn't it? But yeah, because that's it's, that's, that's how you narrow thing. it down. That's the main thing, isn't it? Well, I've got this thing in my head that I don't want to live somewhere too suburban because I am a singular. Person. Singular. 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 <laughs> Singular. I know. Why did I say that? I don't know. Oh, well, listen, um, we had an email last week from a fan of the show who's... Oh, yeah. Who sounded lovely, who's a chef, who's very keen to take you out. Oh, that's very... Yeah, that is very nice. Um, actually, have I seen that? I'm just going on. Have that. you not? No. Oh, sorry. We got an email from, from a very... From a, from a chef. Oh, I wanted to message back saying, are you chunky and kind? Well, as you know, never trust a thin chef. So they say. So, um, I, um, I'm a bit anxious about moving somewhere that I feel a bit isolated. So like suburbia. Yeah, of course. Might be, because everybody just goes into their homes and shuts the door and everyone goes to bed at normal times because they're they're, normal people. They're normal people. And I tend to be a bit of a night owl. And also work late. And work late. And I sort of don't want to be feeling too sort of isolated and... You want a nice bar really nearby that stays open until about two. Yeah. Where you know the barman. The bartender. Um, Feels very New York. Very... Basically, I want to live in New York. Oh, well, please don't go to New York. I've missed you horribly. Oh, oh I'll come to New York. Fine, I'll to New York. Okay, fine. Let's take, let's take the comedy bus over there. <laughs> um, they... Yeah, well, just sort of somewhere a bit... I like the idea of living somewhere a bit metropolitan. Yeah. Um, but also, it's even having links to friends and being near... Family, which everybody seems to be moving to where I've been in South East London for the past. Yeah, I mean, I have literally moved around the corner from your mum. Yeah, so part of me is that maybe I just stay here. But, so I can't make up my mind. I go around in circles and then I go, well, Elephant and Castle is all very cool and trendy now. Yes, it is. But then you go, well, actually, if you compare places there to places in, like, the East End, you go, well, the East End is even more trendy and that's about the same. So then I get into this sort of world. But do you feel like you need to, like, make a decision? Yes. And I'm finding it difficult. Very hard. Because I don't have a fixed place of work. Yes, that's the thing that makes it hard as well. Mm. So there's no sort of... I don't know. And some places, you know, if I was to buy somewhere small and and sort of, like, a bit further in, it's... Like, this place is quite dusty and and you sort of get... And you look at them on Rightmove. Did you find this with Rightmove? So many places are just like... You haven't even made the bed. Yeah, awful. Why would I want to live there? Yeah, awful. I agree. And, like, no consideration to, like wall colours or anything well I mean and Tom you know how much I care about wall colours it's so much so much so much so the hunt goes on so the beat goes on so I don't know I don't know what to do would you like to be in somewhere sort of by Christmas yeah that would be nice I mean I've literally outgrown my bedroom at my mum and dad's because I'm a 35 year old man I don't know if I mentioned that Um, and your parents are borrowers so you've literally outgrown it I've literally outgrown it they're tiny (laughs) And I've got, like, I can't put my shirts in the wardrobe anymore. And, like, jumpers are just sort of stacked up on the side. Yeah, Tom, you need to buy a flat, mate. You need to buy a flat. Or at least some sort of storage where I can put all my clothes. I think rather than storage facility. Yeah, maybe you're right. Why don't you move into one of those yellow buildings? Yeah, I just move into a big yellow storage, yeah. yeah. Just live there. That, it feels bleak. I mean, sure. Welcome to my world. <laughs> don't say that. No. 
you know, like I don't know, I don't know what I want, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Do you know what I mean? Like I think for our... yeah, I think that that's a thing of um, someone telling it's like an arrested development thing of being like yeah, I don't know what to do. Can someone just tell me? Yeah, I think that's exactly. But right. actually, you do need to make decisions like that for yourself. Yeah, Susie, you're right. You're right. You need to own it. It's just sort of finding, you know, like as well with house buying. Not that I'm looking at houses actually at all, flats. Um, you realise you have to suddenly become an expert in this whole new world. Yeah. That all the other people are experts in. Yeah, it's really hard. And that feels a bit scary. But... Listen, do you want to just live in this little red room? Can I just live in? Listen, can I just live in the writing nook? I thought you'd never offer. Okay, fine. I'll get out when you need to do some work. Well, or you could just help me with jokes. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just sit under the bureau. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Don't disturb Tom. <laughs> he's, he's sleeping. He's sleeping. The baby's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Alice would be fine with that, right? Yeah, Alice would be fine with that. Okay, yeah. great. Well, okay. I'll, I'll leave you in here then, Tom. Okay, thank you. Um, but before you go, um, we I would like to tell people how exciting it is you're doing a new show in Edinburgh this year. I am doing a new show in Edinburgh. <clears throat> it's called Dance Like Everyone's Watching. Oh my God, I'm so excited. The poster is so stunning. Oh, thanks. Um, everything about it is going to be so brilliant and then you're taking it on the road I am um, next well after Edinburgh after Edinburgh I'll be taking it on an autumn leg and a spring leg oh, first time ever a double leg um, two legs two let's go legs um, it's going to be so exciting where can people get their tickets everything is at susieruffle.com it's all um, what is it consolidated consolidated into one Ruffle. single com. website it's the best place to be um, so do check that out it's going to be a great show Yes, thank you, Tom. I'm looking forward to it. And you're having a little break from stand-up till you get out on the road next year? Um, well, I'm still doing some gigs and things. Of course, but, but not um, touring, officially. I'm not touring uh, at the moment, uh, which is a nice, you know, it's nice to live a bit and have something oh to God. talk about. Absolutely. Um, so. And you'll be able to tell everyone about living in your friend's cupboard. Yes, it's going to be such an interesting show. I can't wait to see it. People are going to love it. So um, that's the plan anyway. But um, thank you so much for tuning in to us. Um, we'll see you next time. We'll see you. Oh, and I hope maybe they've seen us on the Sarah Cox show. <gasps> oh, yes. We're on the Sarah Cox show. Twerk, twerk, twerking. I think, I think we might have been on it. Or are we, we going on it? We might have been on it. Mm. Well, anyway. We're going on the Sarah Cox show. <laughs> thank you, Sarah Cox, for inviting us or having invited us. Um, we appreciate it. We appreciate it greatly. And we'll see you next time on Like Minded Friends. See you then. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-